One thing we're terrible at in the beauty industry is shouting about what we do. The difference that beauty therapists, estheticians, lash techs, permanent makeup artists make in people's lives. We're not even very good at recognizing it within the industry either. With only a handful of awards dedicated to individuals, we have no household names to aspire to. But that might all be about to change. Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner, dedicated to helping you grow your business, to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. Hi, Adam here. And today we're talking about a topic that I've become really, really passionate about within our industry. And that's the fact that it's simply not seen by the outside world as a genuine, serious career choice. Now, it's still seen as the kind of fallback option for people who weren't very academic to go into, which you and I know is absolute b****. Now, I fell into this industry accidentally like a lot of people do, but you know what? I've never wanted to leave it. It's taken me around the world. I've lived in some amazing places all over the world in different countries. I've stayed in places and hotels that I'd never dream of being able to stay in. I've worked with some amazing people and I've helped some incredible people from therapists to business owners. So don't tell me this isn't a serious industry with some very, very serious prospects in it. But that's just not what the outside world sees. Now, a career in the beauty industry should be an option for anyone that wants it and it needs to be seen as a serious one. The problem is that we're not even very good ourselves at shouting about it. Now, the hair industry that's so very closely related to ours has some incredible ambassadors that are even household names. People like Nikki Clark, Gareth Brommel, Sally Hirschberger. The beauty industry simply doesn't have that. Now, it's not really just about having celebrities or household names, but it is important to have people who have shone, have stood out. You know, amazing ambassadors within our own industry at all levels to give everyone within the industry something to genuinely strive for. And maybe, just maybe, people outside of the industry, something to sit up and take notice of, something to actually shine the attention on us and bring people into the industry on purpose as a real career choice with drive and ambition and real potential. But that's not something that's all that easy to do, is it? Especially on a global basis, and especially right now, where the industry has been whacked with a great big global pandemic-shaped set of restrictions and guidelines. How's anyone supposed to stand out at the moment? Well, one person and one company is hoping to change all of that. And they've come up with a brilliant and innovative way of fast-tracking people's success stories and raising people up within the industry while at the same time creating a global fund for the industry so that people within it can apply for help and assistance and money and grants to improve their own talents. Now, I had the very great pleasure to talk with Catherine Moore from Spa Creators about 
their ideas of how to recognize talent in our industry and the amazing initiative that they have created. And guess what? We recorded our conversation so you can find out all about it. So I'm joined today by Catherine Moore from Spark Connectors and the Hall of Wellness Awards. Catherine, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So um, we'll get on to talking about the awards in a second, but just to give us some background and to help us out, could you kind of give us a bit of a, a potted history into to your background, what you've been working on over yeah. the past few years and how you've arrived at where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit of a long, convoluted story, but I'll give you the, uh, <laughs> the, the quick version. Um, so I've had Spark Connectors for the last five years, and okay. we are very much into training, recruitment, and consulting. Mm -hmm. uh, globally, we work with uh, big hotel groups as well as standalone businesses, spas, salons, clinics, fitness. Um, I've got a team in Asia, a team in um, uh, Dubai, and a team in Europe. And, uh, you know, we work to be able to source great staff, train them up, place them, uh, and then also work on concept, etc. So um, my background prior to that was working with Minor Hotel Group. Uh, mm -hmm. So I used to run their spa division out of Bangkok uh, for eight years. Wow, okay. So looking after all the spas globally, I opened something like 27 hotels <laughs> over the time. It was, it was amazing. It was, it, it was an incredible experience. Um, the people I got to meet, what I got to learn, um, and the, the experiences that I actually got to um, execute myself. So uh, I saw a gap in the market uh, that probably every other hotel group was experiencing the same challenge as us mm -hmm. uh, with regards to talent. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was very much around, you know, how can we find talent, train them up um, in soft skills, not just technically, and get them out there, uh, whether it's uh, domestically or internationally, and really look at um, people's careers um, holistically rather than just saying, you know, they've got to always be a therapist. You know, okay. what, what is their career plan? Because I just don't feel like we do that enough. Um, and, I mean, there are certainly people in the industry that are really championing these sorts of things, but mm. uh, I felt like we could, we could do more. Um, and so I didn't want to just be a recruitment company that was just about placements. It was about mm. really then being able to look at someone's um, career and say, hey, um, you finished that contract. What's your plans next? Okay, why don't you upskill yourself and do a course to become a supervisor or to become a manager or whatever, or, you know, what are your goals and working with them. So um, we've been doing that for five years. Um, mm -hmm. It's been a challenging five years. Recruitment is not fun. Um, <laughs> it's still not fun. Uh, and yeah, we're in the process of looking at how we can, you know, automate some things with regards to recruitment. But yeah, we got hit hard uh, with COVID and imagine, yeah. uh, we are still, it's still very challenging times. I mean, if anyone has uh, any money to spare right now, it wouldn't be on uh, consulting or um, recruitment and training. I'm finding, although yeah. I think... Tell me about know, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, businesses, though, I mean, they would be sensible to use a good consultant to help them with their business to get through COVID. But uh, anyway, that's another story. Um, so we were sort of thinking like what, 
what are we supposed to do uh, during COVID and how can we help the industry? And a lot of our colleagues in the industry were doing some incredible things with regards to uh, helping owners and operators get through uh, the, yeah. the challenge. And we thought, okay, well, why don't we help try and support the individuals on the ground that are out of work and kind of don't know what is happening. And so we created a Facebook group. We tried to offer um, as much as support as much support as we could, uh, whether it was sharing um, webinars, uh, doing webinars ourselves, online training, mm-hmm. um, just a lot of content, uh, putting it out in front of them so that they could see what was happening in the world, helping them with CVs, um, being there for them if they just wanted to have a chat. We had a hotline that we created so that they could call us and sort of see what was going cool. on. And, um yeah, we couldn't get get them jobs, obviously, but yep. it was like, what can, what can we do to help? And it sort of grew from there. And I'd always been interested in um, doing an awards because yep. I feel like recognising individuals is really important. Our industry, um, we have a lot of great awards out there that recognise businesses and I'm yep. a part of a lot of them. I'm a judge. I love doing it. I love giving feedback. Um, but the individuals I feel like kind of get missed out and they're just, they just seem to be a part of the business, but we don't usually shine a lot of light on the individuals. And it's true. It's very yeah. true. You know, even in the awards that, that are out there, and I think we did um, a podcast episode, I don't know about sometime last year about the, the benefits to businesses of, of entering awards. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's, there's only generally a couple of awards. It's usually like therapist of the year, and spa manager yeah. of the year. and that's kind of it when it comes to recognizing individuals. Yeah. So yeah, you're absolutely great. right. That's great. And I just I thought that we're we're really looking at these people as um, commodities. Essentially, we're just saying like, well, our business is bad right now. We're just going to let you go, and we'll just mm. get some more when it comes back on. And I get it because I I get it that we're all in a challenging time and some people can't afford to keep them on, but we're not thinking about the fact that we've actually put a lot of time into training those people up and and they're in our business and they've got their hands on our customers and that sort of thing takes time and money. And we kind of, we forget that. And it's like, okay, well, we'll just hire some more people as it goes along and mm. hope that, you know, they're going to be just as good and still charge the same sort of money and still hope that we've got the same sort of credibility and, and what have you. And I just, I think it's, it, it doesn't help us attract people into the industry. And for me, I'm seeing from a recruitment perspective that there's less and less people wanting to come in and do things the way that we do it, whether yeah. it's, you know, working the nine to five, you know, six, seven days a week, um, you know, weekends, uh, people are not wanting to do that. They're wanting to go out and be freelancers and do what they want when they want, charge Absolutely. what they want. Yeah. Um, and it's, we've got to get with the times firstly, but secondly, we've got to also be recognizing and rewarding the, what these people are doing in a sense that they've put time, money, energy into their careers mm. and we've got to be saying, Hey, actually it's great what you're doing and we're willing to pay for that. Yeah. Um, yep. And so that's sort of where this all came from. And I was thinking, right, right well, yeah, we, we need to be doing something like this. Yeah, because we don't, we don't really have any champions in our, in our industry, particularly. You know, the, the hair salon yeah. industry have got its, its celebrity yeah. hairdressers and people like that, that you know, that, yeah. are, that are well-known in the industry, but also kind of household names as well. And yep. the spa industry just doesn't have that. And, and you're absolutely right. Without 
that kind of visibility out there, how are young people ever supposed to know that this is a career that they can go into and and seriously go places rather than, you know, just come in and work hard, like you say, shift work and and, and be locked in a treatment room all day? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, I mean, it's not appealing to a lot of people. <laughs> not, not when it's sold so, like that, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, where did so, the idea for the Hall of, Hall of Wellness Awards, so I guess it grew out of that, but when, when were yeah. the Hall of Wellness Awards kind of born? When was that idea turned into? Well, that was, yeah, I was at home thinking, what the hell am I going to do with the business <laughs> and my life? And oh my God. Uh, and I just thought, okay, this is what we have to do. We've got to do some awards. And so I just said to my team, okay, right, this is what we're doing. And the the whole part about the sponsorship and the, the scholarship fund um, came a little bit after that. I right. originally thought about, you know, what could a percentage of proceeds go to a scholarship fund. And then I was th- sort of thinking, actually, you know, now is not a time where I think um, sponsors are going to want me to line my pockets. I don't mm. think that's very fair. Um, yeah. And, you know, quite honestly, uh, this could be a really great initiative for the industry globally to be able yeah. to give back. Um, and it also, it's not competing with anyone. Uh, we can also get sponsorship from outside the industry because any big corporate out there that, you know, sees what we're doing as a worthwhile cause can, and has a CSR budget or what have you can get involved. And, you know, they might be spending money now on painting schools or, um, you know, literacy programs or planting trees or whatever. But this is also something that actually is about being able to give back to people as well. So we thought, you know, let's make it, um, let's make it a project that, we can roll out globally and just really help support the industry. Love it. Uh, so, yeah. So tell us, so, so you, you mentioned the scholarship fund there, and we'll get onto that in a second, but tell us yeah. about the awards themselves. What, what's actually different about the physical awards and the, and the categories and all those kind of things? Yeah. So we've got a global category and then we've mm-hmm. got a couple of regional categories. So the regional ones are broken into um, Middle East, uh, UK and Europe, uh, Australia, uh, Asia, uh, US and Africa. Okay. So under those uh, categories, there's um, well, under those regions, sorry, there's a number of categories. And we're looking at anyone from, say, a lash technician, a nail technician, makeup artist, um, a spa therapist, or, or therapist in general. We've got aesthetic mm. therapists, we've got um, managers, we've got a group director category as well. So I feel like there are a lot of regional and group director people out there that are, are never recognised. We've got a business development and sales category because I feel like there's so many great um, sales people out there that are really doing a lot for the industry that are never recognised. Yeah, in the background, We've got yeah. a, a section for consultants as well uh, because they are also, um, I mean, consultants can go and apply for awards within their countries for, say, small business Mm-hmm. Uh, awards things like that but in terms of an industry uh, awards that recognizes the consultants and their work there's nothing yep. um, so um, trying to be inclusive there's also one for operational support which is like your hosts or your attendants um, right. but, you know Wonderful. the backbones to any of the businesses that help keep the businesses turning over and clean and and, and what have you so you know just really trying to give people a bit of a pat on the back or and also a bit of hope in terms of this could be really great on their CV moving forward. But even like the process, um, it's a little bit like going for a job interview. You know, whether you get the job or not, like the process of having a job interview allows you to kind of see how you're doing. Yeah, your, your yeah, strengths, absolutely. Weaknesses, it's, 
it's usually quite helpful. Um, so even this process, it, it's pretty full on what we've done in terms <laughs> of the judging process, right? It's not an easy thing where you can just go and pop in your CV and hope for the best. Like you've got to do a video. There's a two-minute video um, showing why you think that you should be um, considered and we've asked them to be creative and we're going to share that content online as well because we oh, really cool. want people so to be able to everyone up as well. stories. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, cool. and it, it's that sort of content that I think um, it, it allows other people in the industry um, to be able to see different people's stories and so forth. But yes. what I also would like us to do, you know, a classic example being the um, British government when everything locked down, you know, they had no idea really about the, the ins and outs of our industry yeah. and um, really what the industry contributes uh, to the economy and not right. just uh, regionally but globally. And, you know, being able to start to share stories and content and, you know, what's actually going on, I think will really help perhaps shed a bit more light globally because it's not just the UK that's had this problem. Um, right now, Australia is having the same issue where everyone's protesting and doing petitions and all this sort of stuff because the industry has been hit so hard. Yeah. And so I just think it's time that um, governments realise that, you know, we're not just a little hobby industry. We're actually very serious and we're actually contributing a hell of a lot of, yep. of revenue and jobs uh, yep. globally. Got my vote there on that one. Absolutely, Catherine. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, how do we get these sorts of messages out? And Love it. I just figured that like, if we can start to share stories and get that spread around and the way that we've actually done that is um, enlisted a group of ambassadors globally, mm-hmm. which are some really incredible industry people across uh, spa, wellness, fitness, beauty, um, that is sharing everything. And it's it, it's actually driving people mad, the amount of full um, of wellness stuff that's on social media. <laughs> they're, they're saying to me, they're like, we can't even go on social media without say, having it's like in, It's in my something. feed. It's like, like Hall of yeah. Wellness, something else. Hall of Wellness, something else. I know. Another Hall of Wellness. I know. Yeah. But that's what I was trying. <laughs> honestly, that's what I was aiming for. Brilliant. And, um, and it, it's it's okay it's been to be influencing and um it works better than me having to pay for facebook to to boost it to the wrong people and it's getting in front of people that now are nominating you know up to a thousand nominations which i would have liked more but it's um it's the first year and um you know we're just working out what to do but uh you know sharing that uh, through these industry ambassadors, sharing it through the associations, mm-hmm. through media partners, we've got some great people. They're all then it was going out to their networks, and they're suggesting people to, to jump on board and help. And you know, we wouldn't be able to get where where we are with it um, mm-hmm. without that support. And we want to do this every year. And I right. and I just assume that it would grow every year. And and you know, some of the got you. I had a call with Clarence yesterday. They want to do a global internship program wow. uh, as part of it. Yeah, so that they would offer in all of their countries internships mm. that people can apply to as part of the awards. And so I was like, well, I mean, that's incredible. We've got Rosewood doing uh, internships. We've got Camelia doing inter- internships, um, just working out with Four Seasons what they're offering. And, you know, more and more uh, groups can get on board. And if they can't offer cash right now, that's absolutely fine. We're saying, please, whatever you can do. Whatever you do, um, yeah. You know, yeah. So, with can... the industry needs it. Hi, Adam here. Just 
butting in with a quick message. Now, today's episode is all about recognizing talent and excellence in our industry. And one thing that I will say is that there are some amazing categories within the Hall of Wellness Awards that simply don't exist in other more traditional awards in order to recognize individuals. Now, I'm still waiting for the Beauty Industry Podcast Host of the Year Award maybe next year. Anyway, when it comes to recognizing excellence in systems and solutions, I'd certainly be nominating Timely Software for an award. Now, Timely is the world's smartest appointment booking software, helping beauty and wellness businesses around the world to better manage their time, their sanity, and their ability to generate more revenue. You can tell they're smart because they're supporting this show by sponsoring this episode. Now, Timely is a powerful booking and business management software loved by over 40,000 customers globally. Now, it works for businesses of all sizes and ambitions, and it will grow along with your business aspirations too. It's been designed to help you save hours on admin and deliver exceptional client experiences and establish a much-loved brand and grow your revenue. With clever tools like Ponsult, it will help protect your business, your team, and your clients. Timely is one of those essential tools for running your business efficiently and effectively. And what I love is they don't stand still either. With over 500 software updates every year, Timely works really closely with the industry itself to ensure that it's creating innovative solutions to help elevate the industry and constantly provide more value to its business owners. Now, Timely also works beautifully with products that you already use like iZettle, Xero, QuickBooks, MailChimp, Square and Layby and lots, lots more. So if you've been thinking about making the switch from pen and paper or you want to test drive some new software, visit beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash Timely or click on the link in the podcast description to start your free 14-day trial. They don't do contract tie-ins or any hidden fees. It's just straight-up transparent pricing. Oh, and because they're lovely people, the Timely team have an exclusive offer for listeners just of this show, where you can get 50% off Timely for your first couple of months just by using the promo code BBP50 for Beauty Business Podcast 50 when you sign up. Okay, that's all you need to do. There's a coupon box on there. Just type in promo code BBP50 when you sign up and you'll get 50% off your first couple of months. Okay, back to my conversation now with Catherine and how you can be a How Awards winner. Going back to the, so the, the nomination then, is the idea that you nominate yourself or is it you yeah. do, you, you nom- oh, so you nominate yourself. So there's, there's two. So the platform that we're using is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. It's award force. So it's an automated process. It does absolutely everything. Okay. Uh, you can go on and nominate yourself or you can nominate a peer. Right. So what we're saying to people is, um, you know, consider you, who's in the industry that you work with. Is yeah. there someone that you've always sort of looked up to or thought, you know, they're amazing, a colleague that you've worked with for a long time, a boss, what have you, um, nominate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will then get an email that says you've been nominated because of X, Y, and Z. And then you just log on, click the link, and it, you have to go through the process and so upload your stuff. It's okay, pretty cool. easy. And then in terms of you um, as an individual, if you think that you're worthy um, and we're just saying to everyone, you know, give it a go. Like you don't know until you try. And so we're saying, you know, jump on. It's very easy to, to upload everything. It, look, it is a bit of a process because mm-hmm. we are asking for quite a bit of information. Um, our judges are a team of 20 judges from around the world. They're really great people uh, that uh, we chose them based on the fact that they had come from a background of education or developing careers within the industry. 
right. uh, know the different regions uh, really just they're, they're well known and they know what they're doing and they're also very neutral so they're people that I felt had you know really great integrity and they'll go in there and they'll be like you know we can judge these people for who they are and it's it's not an awards program that can be bought by someone yeah. you know can't yeah, sponsor which, which a lot yeah. of people are a bit jaded when it comes to certain awards now that it's a like, yeah. yeah, it can be a bit predictable to depending on who's sponsoring it, can't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And so we, we just, we really wanted to make it, it's, it's going to be a challenge for people. There's a, there's at least four rounds that you've got. It should be, through. you know, it's a global yeah. awards competition. It's, it yeah. should, it should be, you know, like you say, a, a, a bit of work to actually get through there and, and be recognized. So, so as well as the sort of the individualness of the awards, which I love, it's not just a case of, you know, you get recognized, you get an award and, and that's kind of it. There's, there's something very real on the other side of it, isn't there? Yeah. And actually a lot of the sponsors are offering some great prizes as well. Hmm. So each category has things like um, a, a job or an internship or um, some kind of mentorship. And I mean, there's just some really cool things that people are offering. But then there's also the scholarship fund that anyone, so you don't have to just be a winner uh, of the awards to be able to access the scholarship fund. It can be anyone in the industry is able to then put their hand up and say, I think that I'm worthy um, because of X, Y, and Z and um, be considered. So, yeah, we're, we're really, I mean, it's a bit different. Um, it's going to be a challenging time to try and organise it all. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're just trying to work out now <laughs> because we just keep getting more and more coming in. I'm like, oh, my God, how are we going to do this? But, um, yeah, it's, it's really incredibly exciting because, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's going to benefit so many people in the industry that perhaps can't afford uh, to pay for their own training at the moment. Um, yep. But I also, I really want them to see the benefits of upskilling themselves. And I'm really hoping that we then at some point in the industry start to um, reward people for having these extra qualifications or these extra, um, uh, I guess, uh, trainings and so forth. Because I feel like we, we really don't do that enough. There's there's very much, I know in, in the UK and Australia, even out here in the Middle East, there's set wages for people. And it, it really doesn't vary a lot based on, you know, your skill set and how long you've been in the job or, you know, how many um, no. qualifications you have. Doesn't tend to recognize excellence in any way. It's just you're very pigeonholed and, and this is, you know, these yeah. are your skills and, and this is what you get paid. Yeah, no, I agree. Exactly. So, what, why would you want to spend money on extra training? Yeah. Why would you want to be you know, the absolute best in what you're doing unless you were going out on your own and you were then going to create your own profile and go crazy on Instagram and be like the latest and greatest in whatever Which, lashes or microblading or whatever? Which is great, but not everyone wants to do that. And certainly with the way the world is right now, there's, you know, that can work out incredibly well for some people. But there's, you know, there is that you know, issue with security there a little bit. Um, and it's possibly not the time to be breaking out and doing that on your own. So, so being able to kind of keep totally. someone within their job, but still offer them those possibilities is incredible. Yeah, no, totally agree. And, and this is why we have to think outside the box a little bit more yeah. about what we do within the industry. And uh, I've really seen that firsthand in having this business for the last five years in terms of recruitment. Um, salaries have barely changed. Yeah. Uh, packages are getting smaller and not just because of COVID, um, but we are charging more. Uh, yeah, look, of course, you know, there are expenses that are increasing and so forth. 
but we really need to look at what what are we doing in this industry i agree um because it's it's just not attracting people um to want to be part of it so yeah yeah for me it's uncovering talent because i know that there's a lot of people out there that are amazing you might have your massage therapist that you've been going to for years who's absolutely incredible and it's Mm. about being able to shine some light on that person or it's your microblader who is absolutely like a gun i don't know but it's about being able to say that you know these people should be recognized uh because of their their work and that's the cool thing as well isn't it it's it's not that um although this is very much for industry anyone can nominate someone so it can be a client Mm. as well can't it yeah totally and so we've look we've We've started uh, that sort of marketing campaign. Um, it hasn't been as popular as we would like it. I think over the years, that sort of thing will start to grow. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there is a part of the judging process where you can, it, it requires peer um, uh, judging. So it's a, I think it's the third or fourth uh, round, and don't quote me on that because I don't know enough of the details. <laughs> um, but they, it then would go out, if you're shortlisted, it would then mm. go out to public voting. Um, so that's when you would be like, okay, I've got to get all my clients and friends and all that to start voting. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that that's exactly it. If you're out there and you, you utilise the beauty industry and there mm. are so many um that i see then yeah go and nominate one of your people yeah um and and give them a bit of a pat on the back because they they'll feel amazing even just receiving that email that says so and so thinks that you're amazing and has nominated you for this award i mean that's just enough yeah. in itself absolutely i mean you know what a way to pay your your uh, beauty therapist your spa therapist back for for any support and encouragement they've given you through covid to say hey yeah. you've really helped me and you know i want to nominate yeah. you for this that's absolutely going to make their year just just being nominated yeah no i totally agree and and a lot of them don't have the confidence to nominate themselves exactly and that, that's so, why i asked that yeah. question because you know it's, yeah. it's it's a very very confident person not just therapist or, yeah. or, or manager it's a very confident person to go ahead and nominate themselves so i, I guess the majority yeah. of people are going to be nominated by someone else yeah yeah exactly you know we've had um a few people say oh you know i don't know whether i should do it or not and i'm like no you've got to do it like do it please um because you know x y and z and they'll be um yeah eventually we get them across the line but yeah it's um it's it's been very interesting to see um we, we would like a little bit more um happening in us and asia but with uh-huh. the response in the uk and europe and middle east has been and australia has been crazy so so many nominations um yeah it's incredible so people uh is there is there still time to nominate yeah so it's open till the end of the month Cool. Okay. Um, don't ask me what day it is because I've lost track of that. <laughs> uh, but there's a, there's probably a week or something left. Um, cool. And where do people and, go to if they want to nominate themselves, nominate someone else? Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, hallofwellnessawards.com. Nice and easy. Okay. Yeah. Very easy. And it's, yeah, you just follow the prompts. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, cool. And there's also a question and answer um, page on there that has absolutely every question an answer that anyone could think of though if someone does have questions we're available 24 7 on all of our social media platforms um, people can ask 
uh, a million questions through there. So it's, it's pretty easy and all my team are working on it. So yeah, we've got loads of questions coming through everywhere and people trying to log on and do all sorts of things. So it's amazing. Yeah. We, we, um, we're getting a rush in now. So everyone seems to leave. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a very last yeah. minute industry in a lot yeah. of ways. So I'm just, I bet you'll have, yeah. uh, you'll probably double it by the end of the week. Um, yeah. So what's the process after that then? What's it, it, I presume then it goes into kind of a, a judging period or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's two months of judging. Okay. Um, so as I said, there's four rounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we have our awards uh, event on the 4th of December. And it's a little bit different. It's going to be virtual. And uh, I was going to say, I imagine it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, everyone sort of said, why don't you do something? You know, everyone wants to get together. And I just said, look, I, firstly, I, I get it because I do miss seeing everyone as well, but um, I don't really want to spend the money on an event. I would mm. much rather any money we raise um, go towards the scholarship fund. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I think actually, from a, a sponsorship perspective, as well as uh, raising awareness to the cause, mm-hmm. doing it virtually will give it a lot more exposure. So well, uh, yeah, didn't, yeah, didn't they just? I think this, was it the Baftas or the Oscars or something that just yeah. a couple of months ago they did virtually, and, yeah. and they had actually the biggest viewing numbers ever. Um, yeah, yeah, so, exactly. yeah it, it can definitely work. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I liked about it, and uh, our sponsors are liking it because we can do, we can really customize uh, what we're doing, and we're going to do it over twelve hours over the different time zones, okay. and then the the different regions will be uh, announced, and then it will finish with the global, and then uh, over that twelve hours we will have varying events like. Um, keynote speakers some panels we'll have sponsors doing their thing we'll have some different ads we'll, we'll share some of the content of the nominees um and yeah just really a chance that uh anyone can come onto the platform and watch it uh, really want to get the numbers up globally uh yep. but yeah being able to share our mission essentially and just mm-hmm. get the awareness out there and then finish off with the the global awards so yeah that's what we're planning on december 4th amazing so, okay yeah cool yeah that sounds great but but this is definitely something that you're now planning to run every single year yeah if i can uh ah, amazing if I'm, if I'm still alive and i can uh, <laughs> if you still made it i can i can get it yeah no we, we'd like to do it every year for sure cool. and um i think it will just evolve every year in terms of categories and you know we will look at it after this year and say you know where do we need more focus and um more support and so forth and and really just strengthen it because i think it will stay as a essentially a um a csr initiative mm-hmm. uh and i'd like to see where we could really uh, get more support from corporates and so forth and really just create a fund um that is about giving back and and also you know that one of the the reasons that i considered this to start with was that it also acts as a stimulus um this money will go back into training schools yeah. that are also yeah. like really Struggling. stuck yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So whether they're a bricks and mortar training facility or online, um, you know, they're struggling to get business through at the moment. So mm. when we're raising this money, uh, you know, essentially it's going to go straight back into them. So, you know, doing what we can to try and just keep it spinning and keep the, the ecosystem as, as such to, you know, prosper. I mean, what else can we really do right now? No, I, I think I think you've absolutely you've, you've 
it's a fantastic initiative. And I think, like you say, it helps on so many levels. You know, it raises people up. It gives people that kind of uh, hope and encouragement and, and something to really focus on, as well as, yeah, providing that fund for people to upskill themselves and, and hopefully attract some people to the industry. I, I think I support it 100%, Catherine. And, right. and if there's Thank anything you. else I can do to get the word out, uh, I will right. definitely do that. So, um, Thank you. I mean, what you're doing now supporting us with this is, is incredible. And, you know, that that's all I can ask of people is just, you know, share it, um, encourage people to nominate or nominate people. Uh, if you've got some great people that you've worked with, just, you know, it's super easy to nominate someone else as well. Right. Um, you just have to put in their email address and why you want to nominate them and press send and it's, it's done. Like it's not, it's not a challenging um, process. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's really all I can ask of everyone is to just like, let's all together uplift the industry and, and yeah. give back to some of these people who have really been working their asses off for, part of my language for the, the <laughs> you know, for years and years yeah. and, you know, perhaps it, it haven't had the recognition um, that they deserve. Yeah. Now I could not agree more. And I love that ethos as well that you've put out there of, you know, don't think about doing it, just do it. Uh, yeah. You know, if, 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 nominate yourself, nominate someone else. Don't, don't yeah. be sort of like, Oh, is it going to be a lot of work and all that? Just nominate them and see where it goes because until yeah. you do never know. Yeah, exactly. This is very Amazing. true. Catherine, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for thanks for everything you're doing with the awards. Thanks for being here with me today and, and talking about it. Um, really, really appreciate it. We will put all of those um, notes and links to nominate people in the show notes for this page, which you'll be able to go and find. Just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com or look in Beauty Business Hackers or anywhere. I'll make sure I share it everywhere so you can't possibly thank miss you. it if you follow me. But thank you Bye. for being with us today. Really appreciate it. No, and thanks so much for having us. And we'll make sure we share it everywhere and get some exposure out for you and your business. So thanks it's all about much. supporting each other. Wonderful. <laughs> we, Cheers. We've got to make it through this. Crazy <laughs> Somehow time. we'll make it through together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Bye for Brilliant. now. All right. Thank you. Pretty cool, huh? Now, I have to admit, I'd seen the Hall of Wellness Awards social media posts popping up all over my Instagram feed. But I'd done that thing of just kind of pigeonholing them as just another set of awards. And I have to confess, I'd not really looked into them. So thank goodness they reached out to me and asked if I could help them spread the good word. Now, I hope you can tell there that during our conversation, that as I heard more and more about the awards from Catherine, I got more and more on board with them. I think they're an excellent idea. And what a fantastic pivot and use of time for a company that's recruitment based at heart to have created during what's been a really tough time for all aspects of the spa and the beauty industry. So if you want to nominate yourself, one of your team, a friend or a colleague, indeed anyone, as long as you feel they are deserving of recognition. And like Catherine says, go for it. You've got nothing to lose. All you need to do is go to www.hallofwellnessawards.com. It's incredibly simple to do, but you do have to act fast if you want to get in this year, 2020, because there are only a couple of days left to nominate. Now, if you're listening to this episode a little bit after it's come out, then don't fear, you've got plenty of time to nominate yourself for next year. And you can still apply for assistance from the fund that the awards are creating as well. Just go to that same website, hallofwellnessawards.com, so you can find out more information. Okay, that's all for this week. But before I go, I would like to hand you a virtual invitation. Now, I'm holding a series of free training events at the moment online. And right now, I am focusing on helping beauty spa and clinic business owners to solve the number one problem that they face that I get asked about all the time, clients. 
Now, if you don't have enough clients right now, or you seem to have the clients, but you're not making the money that you want to make, well, my latest workshop is just for you. Now, I've used the same proven process to fill appointment books for the salons, the spas, and the clinics that I've worked with for years. It's not based on the latest social media platform or Insta trend. It's all based on a timeless understanding of really three key important secrets of client getting as a service-based beauty business owner. And I'm going to tell you exactly what they are, how they'll change your beauty business, and how to put them in place. And all you have to do is come and join me. So just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash secrets and get yourself registered for the workshop. Now, let me be clear here. This is real training. It's a proper workshop here. We even have workbooks and everything. If I were to charge for it, I would probably be charging something like $300. In fact, there's actually some stuff in here that I share with you that I've actually only ever shared with my paying clients. Shh, don't tell them. But I want to help you out. So what do you say? Let me help you solve those pesky client getting issues that you have. All you need to do, go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash secrets and all the information that you need is right there. Okay, that's all from me. See you next week or possibly sooner if you join me in the training. Bye for now.